I'm Dustin. I'm Sylvia. I'm Bob. And this is Movies, Movies Against, Against Time. Time. Please! This is for talking to the fugitive. You ruined Schindler's List. All Jackie Chan movies. Boogie Nights. And Big Mama's House. This is Movies Against Time, and this week was Bob's pick. Oh, you want to know what we watched? What, what did we watch? I have no <laughs> idea. I tell you what we watched? I never know when I, <laughs> when I start. Goonies. Oh, that's right. <laughs> 1985. What made you pick Goonies for our adult <laughs> podcast? Yeah. He hasn't been letting me do Nightmare Before Christmas. I've been threatening <laughs> him. He's like, no. I don't know. I thought the movie worked well for adults, too. I kind of liked it. Yeah. You read online, people are like, oh, well, if you didn't grow up with it and have the nostalgia for it, going back now and watching it, it's, it's not as good a movie as people say it is. It's overrated. I don't know, because I didn't watch it when I was younger. <laughs> and I mean, I've seen bits and pieces of it. I, I've seen enough to feel like I've watched it, but not actually have watched it. <laughs> <laughs> but watching it all the way through this week, it's not bad at all. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's buck wild with the story. Yeah, <laughs> It's a lot. It doesn't know what it wants to do. It wants to do everything creative when it comes to pirates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't want to leave a facet out. Pirates is like one-nth of this movie, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you got the bank-robbing counterfeiters that own a... That are held. Their hideout is a restaurant that has a basement that leads to a secret tunnel that goes to a pirate <laughs> ship that was trapped by the British in the side of the mountain. <laughs> And the whole town's getting bought up by a company to make a... <laughs> Turn it into a golf course. A golf course. <laughs> and other than that, you know, <laughs> it's a lot of different things happening at once. Yeah, for sure. Kind of makes you think bank robbers, gangsters, pirates, ghost stories, <laughs> Tre- some treasure bones, hunters. everything. Like everything <laughs> from childhood that you possibly could use for your imaginations in this movie. Yep. Lou Gehrig. There's just nothing from space. <laughs> yeah, that's the only genre I think they did not touch on. They even have a small yeah. love story. Who was your favorite character? Chuck. Chunk? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good. I liked him a lot, and I love the mouth. For me, it's it's Francis Fratelli. Oh, yeah? He's pretty cool with all the singing. Yeah, I think that's the one I'm thinking of. Right. Robert Davi. The one, the one that was doing the opera singing? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty good, too. He's like my breakout performance. Him him, mother, and Chunk. Mother was good. Ramsey, yep. They're <laughs> this, all really good. It's not like one person completely stands out within them all. Yeah, it's definitely like an ensemble movie. It's not, yeah. yeah. It's not like there's not like one main star. Crowd. Really. But that's what I'm saying. For me, out of all of them, Robert Davi, right behind Chunk, for me, yeah. is like the standout. <laughs> This is my favorite Robert Davi because he's been in everything. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff for sure. That pock faced kind of bad guy actor. Yeah. yeah. One of the Johnsons in Die Hard. They, they credit him as Big Johnson because it's Johnson and Johnson of no relation. <laughs> Just like back in Saigon. <laughs> I was in high school, dickhead. I he feel was... like he should have been on the burbs. I don't think he was, oh, but I feel I like he should have been. Fratellis are great. Yeah. <laughs> Man, what a way to open a children's movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Escaping from prison. Yeah. All right, kids. Escaping. It it's was like, like... The, the moment the credits are over, we just see a dead body hanging. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy your movie, kids. <laughs> Not just a dead body, suicide. <laughs> yeah. 
Just a hanging man is is how the curtains draw open. <laughs> Let's talk about a PG rating. You know the word shit <laughs> was said about twenty five times in this movie. Oh yeah, they had no problem. <laughs> I love the note that he had left on his body for the cop. Do you really think I'm dumb enough to kill myself? Yeah, like I love that. And then he opens his eyes. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bit of an issue with that plan. Yeah, I don't mind it. So you're gonna make this whole contraption to pretend to hang yourself. So the guard will get close so you can do what your plan is, and that is to hit him. <laughs> because the door's open. <laughs> yeah, but the door opened when he walked in. Yeah. Like, you don't even need to hang yourself. I mean, he's dude. hanging himself from his belt loop with a metal pipe. Yeah, it's it's a form. I mean, that metal pipe right there is enough. <laughs> yeah, it's a form of the Rube Goldberg machine before we see all the Rube Goldberg machines in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I need to do all of this so I can punch you in the face so you can fall asleep and I leave. <laughs> yeah. That maid was having a rough time in this whole movie, huh? Right at the beginning, she's almost hit by the, the high-speed car chase. She has yeah. the whole movie. <laughs> Data's gadgets saved him in the beginning already before anything even got going. Data does. That's what I like about the whole group of kids is, is each one has a skill or or like a, a, a something they're good at that can yeah. get them to the next thing. Right. Yeah. Right down to Anne or Andy being able to play piano. Yeah. Except for, oh, I knew I was going to do that. There's a girl in this movie that I don't know her name, her character name, what she's there for. Oh, with the short blonde hair? Yeah. You know, her. I know. I can't remember either. <laughs> she's such a strong character in this movie. She's her. Yeah. It's Plimpton. Martha Plimpton's her real name. Actress, yeah. Who is she in the movie <laughs> other than her? That woman. Steph. <laughs> That's it. No last name. Actually, none of them have last names. Well. So, except the Fratellis. Yeah, and and Mikey and Brand or the Walsh, because we it, see it on their it doesn't say on mailbox. The, I go on Google to pull up the cast. It doesn't show their last name. No, I don't. Hmm. Steph. Yeah, I don't think she does anything to help past any of it. She has no skill set. No, not really. There's not. never a point where they're stuck, and it's like, well, Steph can help. Yeah, I don't think she did anything. No, because <laughs> no. <laughs> arguably, Chunk. Chunk distracts the Fratellis for the, almost the entire. She was there for Andy's moral support. Yeah, <laughs> that's about it. And everything she told her to do was ignored anyway. So Brand, I was going to say, doesn't really. Cause I was watching to see when each one did something to kind of help move the story forward. Brand, what kind of name is that, Brand? I know. I'm guessing it's short for Brandon. Maybe I don't know. And he doesn't do anything I up until the weird. point where Andy gets pushed into the water, and he's you know if he didn't do that, she would drown. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, he didn't do nothing to push yeah, the story was along. Handcuffed and tied up and so. But Mouth with his Spanish translates the map for the whole movie. Yeah. Which that map? <laughs> I don't know. There are some detailed instructions on that map. Yeah. There gets to a point where it's like, is this VCR instructions? When it's like, <laughs> play the right note. Don't make too many mistakes, or you will. Die. It's like, where did you find that written on there? <laughs> It was ad living, yeah, <laughs> like like he did with the maid early on. <laughs> but just, I don't know. They they play it like he's reading the map, like he's been doing, and it's just yeah. now this is very detailed instructions. What about when he was translating for the maid? Yeah, I, I love was that. trying to <laughs> the figure. Stuff he was telling her. <laughs> I was trying to figure out from the beginning if he was like not knowing what he was saying or he definitely knew what he was saying he was just oh, trying I to like pull knew. the rug out of under but when I, because it was my first time watching it so i didn't yeah. really know yeah they do they set it up like that bit where it's going to be like i speak perfect spanish and then you see the subtitles and they're screwing it all up yeah. but they, they're earnestly trying 
He's just straight up. I'm gonna. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna scare the hell out of this woman. Yeah. Don't call him the attic. That's Mr. Walsh's sex dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> Always what? keep the drugs separate. Yeah. I don't think he really liked Andy and Brad's mother then because he was not trying to help her get anywhere. Really he wanted his friend to stay, and that was just the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like crunch time because the next day, this this movie starts out the next day their their town is getting demolished. The day, yeah, the day before. Right. And it also happens to be the day the Fratellis break out of, of prison. Mm-hmm. What about that car chase? It's fun. <laughs> it's like a Steve or, bleh, Steven Spielberg-style introduction to all the characters, kind of like in Poltergeist, yeah. where the dog introduces us to all the characters. This time, it's the car chase that goes through, and we see each character individually yep. throughout mm-hmm. the car chase. That's great. They're so good at that. Cause it, well, this is a Spielberg like production. It's, it's Richard Donner's the director. Right. Well, it didn't introduce the Walshes, but the car chase. After the car chase, it kind of went to them. Yeah. That was just the two brothers, though. I'm trying to think of another example of a movie that has a good like run through in the beginning, following some kind of action, but also meeting all the characters in that. Maybe the Burbs with the dog walk around peeing on everyone's yard. The Burbs is a good example. Yeah. Because I and think that, that's how it started out. That one's also written by uh, Chris Columbus. He wrote this one, which I think, it, I don't know whose idea it was originally, but Chris Columbus is the one that did the final, like, story mm-hmm. he had wrote gremlins and the burbs i'm actually surprised we haven't done the gremlins yet. Corey feldman was in, yeah. mm-hmm. was in this one that one and and the yeah and the burbs <laughs> it's, the, it's like one of my favorite actors at it's this the time. decade of feldman yeah. i've never been a feldman fan no but the first time i remember seeing him in anything like i think my first introduction to feldman was bordello of blood really that's how late in the game I got into the Feldman, the Feldman verse, <laughs> the cinematic Feldman verse. Yeah, during that whole decade, he was in a lot of stuff. Yeah, doing this podcast, I have seen so much Feldman more than I'd ever before. He's in the Lost Boys. Yep. Mm-hmm. Corey Feldman plays Mouth. Yeah. We've got Carrie Green playing Andy. Jeff Cohen plays Chunk, which this is his only acting credit. Right. Josh Brolin's first movie as Brand. Yeah. It's uh, Thanos' first film. Yep. It's fun watching Shan- <laughs> Shanos. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> it's fun watching Thanos ride a little girl's pink <laughs> tricycle. <though. laughs> yeah, Sean Astin is Mikey, the little brother. Yep. Martha Plimpton, Steph, we already covered that one. Why are you stuck? One of these days, I'm going to get Siri to be able to just say something I don't know how to pronounce. I'm going to destroy you, it. You're trying are to you trying to do Sloth's <laughs> name? No, not no, he's Sloth. He's trying to say Data's real name. <laughs> but Sloth's going to be a problem, too. Because I'm looking at that, I was like, I don't know how to say that one. I know how to say his. I remember him when he was in football. Then you can say it. <laughs> Sloth, Sloth's real name was John Matusak. Yeah, Matusak. Yeah. Which one hurts? Well, Matusak. <laughs> yeah, everybody had a hard time believing his personality. Like because when he was playing football, he was like one of the meanest guys there was. He'd just like slaughter people. He on was, the Raiders? Yeah. yeah. He, was, he was like the scariest guy on the team. <laughs> well, he's 6'7", 260. And these, these, these kids were all playing with, playing, you know, filming the movie with him, and they all said he was like a big baby. That's is, awesome. <laughs> he was just like a big, cool dude to hang out with. <laughs> is that the right one? Because every single time I watched anything on every movie, everyone had a different height for him. Six seven, six nine, yeah, six, seven six eight. <laughs> six seven was what the NFL stats were, and that's what okay. Then that's probably the right yeah. one. Everyone else just kept jumping around. Yeah. It was like he's five feet thick, and I'm like, he might have been like, <laughs> he's five feet thick. 
he might have been like six ten with the sloth hat on. Yeah, Maybe. the sloth mask. <laughs> oh man, how great is the sloth? The sloth makeup. Yeah, I'm sure that Phenomenal. made him six something. It took five to six hours just to put that headpiece on. Him. Yeah, that headpiece looked like it's five inches just off of his dome. Yeah, that, that <laughs> yeah. headpiece gives him a good foot foot extra. He has to get clearance. <laughs> and the eye and the in the where the cheekbone would be. The eye looks great. <laughs> I watched uh on on the DVD we had, they have a like a you know DVD commentary like most all movies do. Yeah. But this one was cool cuz it was all of the kids and yeah. Richard Donner. Yeah. And it would zoom out of the movie and show them all sitting there. Yeah. You watched the same one? I did, yeah. Yeah, that was fun to watch. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you did too. Did you watch it too? Half of it. Maybe you might not know what I'm talking about, but dude, in the middle of the whole thing, Sean Astin does like a David Copperfield trick. Huh? Because <laughs> Sean Astin's sitting next to Richard Donner. I'm watching the movie, not thinking nothing of it, listening to them talk, and it cuts back out, and it's now Corey Feldman sitting next to Donner, and his face, <laughs> when he realizes it's not Sean Astin anymore, is priceless. He turns, really? whoa, I wait a minute. notice that. What? Where did Sean go? <laughs> uh, he got kidnapped by pirates. <laughs> so he left? He left, yeah. He had a prior engagement he had to make, I think. I watched them back to back like that. I watched the movie, and then immediately afterwards, I watched it with the commentary and all in there. Yeah, he he just disappears. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't come even back. notice that. That's, it's it's right when that. he's about to say something about Cindy Lauper. Really? He's like, actually, speaking to Cindy Lauper, I do want to make a statement now. Cindy, if you hear me, and everybody kept interrupting him and interrupting him. And then it sounded like he got mad. Huh. And then he was off the thing. He was just gone. Wow. Yeah, that's it. He was there at the end. I know he was there at the I remember he was there at the end. He doesn't come back. Really? Not on that one I watched, at least. Huh. They're all sitting in a row. I could have sworn he yeah, was back at the end. The one I watched, Corey Feltman had said that it wasn't that he was mad at him or anything. They didn't get into a fight, blah, 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 blah. It he looks had, that way. Yeah. Huh. He said that he had to be on another set or do another thing. I think it was for two he towers. He was doing uh, <laughs> Lord of the Rings when they were doing that. Yeah, I think it was press or something. Or the Hobbit or whichever, whatever it was. Yeah, he was making that very clear that they were friends, and that was not an argument. I loved, I loved watching that commentary. That was my favorite commentary I've done so far. Just the fact, because you can tell watching the behind the scenes stuff that Donner acts like he's really getting annoyed, but loves the kids. Yeah, yeah. and the fact that Martha Plimpton, the one who played Steph, mm-hmm. she makes a comment at some point in the middle of it, and she's like, "Hey, where's my hundred dollars? I stopped chewing my fingernails." And without missing a beat, like an uncle, Richard Donner reaches in his shirt pocket. Takes out a hundred, looks at her fingernails, and gives it to her. <laughs> and you just see her face, the actress. She, it's, it's so funny how she she like warms to the fact wow. that that happened. And, and and it looked like he had it ready for her. He said, "I have six more in here. If you guys all stop doing what you said you'd do, but by the looks of it, you didn't." <laughs> wow. And what was the other thing that I liked? Oh, when he was admitting that he did sneak in. Uh, Corey um, Feldman. Corey Feldman yeah. snuck in and looked at the ship at that. And everybody leaves him high and dry. He's like, yeah. well, I know me and Sean Astin did. At least, and Astin wasn't there anymore. So Donner's like, yeah, sure he did. Didn't believe him about any of it. <laughs> well, Josh, you saw it, right? No, I didn't until that, that shot. Well, and it turns out it was just Corey Feldman saw the ship. And then no one believes he even saw it. Wow. Yeah, that was fun to watch. It was like, he seems like somebody who would do that sneaky kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first thing that uh, Josh Brolin was ever in. I should finish because I, di- I didn't even try. Ki 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 Hoi Kwan plays Data. Right. He was also short round in yes. In, uh, Sylvia caught Indiana, that. the second Indiana Jones movie. I didn't yeah. realize that at all. Third. 
I could I wasn't sure if it was him because I really didn't pay attention to what the actors looked like, but I was like, that voice is from Indiana yeah, yeah. Jones. <laughs> I said, I don't know if it looks like the kid, but it sure the heck sounds like the kid. <laughs> yeah. We also got Joe Pantaleone or Joey Pants. That's Francis Fratelli. Yeah. Robert Davi is Jake Fratelli, the two brothers. I think that's all the kids. We got all the kids, right? Only seven. Except the one douchebag in the Mustang. Troy. Troy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't look at his. I didn't even bother to learn his actor name. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck him and his. I hate that model Mustang. That's the worst looking Mustang. <laughs> yeah. Steve Anton's the one that played Troy. Classic 80s high school douche. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of the lines for this is just hasty chaos. So it's hard to catch everything the kids said. And I didn't even turn on subtitles because I don't think they would have worked. Yeah. <laughs> I think we needed them for this movie. Everyone's talking at the same time. The subtitles would just look like yeah, like when you pour a bowl of SpaghettiOs. Well, I know I, I had the subtitles on and I noticed when the kids were arg- like arguing in the it's like something like two people were talking and they had the rest of the kids arguing yeah. in the background. You just it would just show what those two people were saying. Oh, really? Like yeah. the story point of yeah, what the you gibberish hear? going on in the background was all cut it out. They must have done that on purpose. Like they must have been telling them on set. All right, remember high energy, everybody's talking at once because yeah, yeah, yeah. they're really trying they're like just sitting in a room looking at something, and yet somehow they're all out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> what about Data's introduction? The, so good. The group at the house. That's like wish fulfillment <laughs> stuff. That's every kid wanted to do to do that. <laughs> I wish I could go from my house to my friend's house. Just on a zip line. Yeah, that'd be great. Usually <clears> I think <throat> we get like that, just the silly cups back and forth. We don't actually get like a contraption in a movie. No, but that's a, not for lack of trying. Oh, oh, you're saying in the movie. Yeah, in the movie, yeah, we no. usually don't get that very often, so that was pretty cool. Yep. <laughs> and just the way they let Chuck in, too. The way they had to open the gate. <laughs> so That was so funny. That was so humiliating for that poor child. I know. That, it was that's funny, sucks. but it was humiliating. <clears throat> that's one thing I don't think aged the same way, because yeah. watching it for me... See, I did watch it before, but I watched it with commercials on, on like Disney Channel or something. Yeah, which is, yeah. makes the movie harder to watch yeah. and get into. Um. Commercials kill your attention span trying to watch. They do. Because yeah. commercials, commercials will come on, on you run the room. Yeah, you stop watching for a minute and look mm-hmm. away and start doing something else. And then when it comes back, you're ignoring it. But for like the most quoted joke of the film, like the bit of the Goonies, the truffle shuffle, yeah. that's yeah. not that great. And I thought, <clears throat> yeah. the way people talk about it, I'm like, oh, they must do that the whole movie. Like it's going to happen six or seven times. No, it's just one time. Yeah. Arguably could have been cut. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't help the movie at all. And, and the dude who played him, Jeff Cohen... It sucks because he really did have like weight issues and, and talks yeah. about it on that commentary about how yeah. he did go to fat camp. Yeah. But the thing he said that bothered him the most about it was he was worried he was going to get fired because he had chicken pox. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was afraid to lift his shirt because he had chicken pox. But then, they didn't know it. <laughs> then you find out that he originally read for Mikey. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, Sean Astin's <laughs> character. And they were like, no, but hey, we got a perfect part for you. Come on yeah. back and play our fat kid. I yeah. think it's, that sucks. I think they said he sounded really good for the part. He just didn't look the part. For yeah, it, you don't look like horrible. a Mikey. You look There's more like a chunk. So many I movies feel- from from the eighties that had that same like composition character. Yeah, like, yeah. Like the one like leader kid, the the smart smart ass. Yeah, that's why you really can't hate on it and, and <clears throat> act like oh the movie doesn't hold up because of that. No, every movie was doing that, and this yeah. what sucks is it didn't need it. Like, yeah, not really. Chunk was so good, Je- Jeff Cohen. Yeah. That you could have changed his name to something less of a punchline and not had so many I'm eating every scene jokes. And yeah. it still would have been good. 
Yeah, they could have just went with the clumsy thing. Yeah. That was enough. That was a great character trait. <laughs> yeah. I love Steph's character trait. Remember, she was always the one that was Steph. She had no character trait. She had nothing. She was, she was, I, I, I'm going to harp on that. She was kind of plain. Yeah. Her she, character she trait was, was wallpaper. Just the girl with the crush. Did, did she have she? a crush on someone? I don't think she did. She, brand. Oh, that's I, Carrie. That's, oh, uh, that's all right. Andy. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, sorry. Andy's great. Andy has roles and everything. Yeah, she has yeah, a great yeah. breakdown. When she's breaking no, down her, in that her step and mouth at the end were the ones that were kind of, yeah. you kind of had to wonder if they were going to hook up. <laughs> I don't think Corey Feldman's ever shown chemistry on screen for any. Everything he's in is just the Corey Feldman show. <laughs> Have you ever seen one called uh, Dream a Little Dream? No. It's like one of those body swapping things. He switched bodies with an old man. Okay. And the old man was in his body going to high school in his place. He, he that movie kind of he kind of had chemistry with the girl in that movie. Oh, okay. That one kind of worked. I may all right, I'll give that one a try before I pass judgment on <laughs> yeah. that. But I didn't see it with him and uh him He and did Steph. this whole this whole Michael Jackson dance in that movie. It was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> he was fanboying out because Michael Jackson kept showing up on set. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Michael Jackson, Harrison Ford was there a lot, they said. Clint Eastwood. Yep. <laughs> all, all the Jacksons really? were there. Yeah. They said Michael Jackson was like, there so much he was almost part of the crew. <laughs> now Nowadays, it's it's like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's fun. Yay. Harrison Ford was going through the caves, with, walking through the caves with the kids. That's neat. That is amazing. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll kill whatever jumps out at us. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. But what if it's Michael Jackson that jumps out of the cave? <laughs> I'm sure you can handle it. Hey, man, Bubbles. That escape vehicle, the, the Jeep Grand Cherokee. Yeah. Does it strike you as a uh, supercar? No, not really. It does way too like. It's it's just one of the commercials in the movie. I feel like Jeep must have paid a lot of money to be the getaway vehicle. <laughs> yeah. The ORV, if you will. But I've driven one. I don't know if it was the exact same year. It was. It well, was the same model. I know that. It was the same model. Yeah. That's the first time I've been in a car that I realized the speedometer tops out at eighty-five. <laughs> like the eighty-five is the highest number on the speedometer. Yeah. I feel like you shouldn't know that. Well, Jeeps aren't really designed for speed. They're no, for that's why I think it's so weird. That's the one they chose. And then, but but as I'm writing down the note to make fun of it for being the getaway, yeah. then they get on the beach and they and it turns out the plan was to be part of the off-road vehicle race. The off-road race, yeah. And I just stopped writing my note. I'm like, fuck it, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Even though then I'm thinking like, well... Yeah, because they weren't really escaping. They weren't outrunning the cops. The cops yeah. were there right on them pretty much the whole time. They, they shoot so much cool shit for this movie that's not even in the movie. I know. Because <laughs> it... In the behind-the-scenes stuff, we see a cop car fly off of a bridge and hit a boat in Crash the water. Crash a boat. Yep, I saw that. It's not even in the movie. No. Forget about that. I wanted to see the apes riding around all over town. The apes? Well, at least the apes, they didn't... <laughs> I don't think it would have been good in the movie, but I still wanted to see them riding around town oh, once I'm, I found I, yeah. out about it. I don't know if they're good or not. I just I know that the apes, they didn't actually shoot yet. But, like, the octopus was a scene that was shot, edited, done. Yeah. Well, Same thing with the car crash. Yep. I guess they did shoot all the scenes, but they lost the footage. I did see something about that when they were going. That was when they were going back to make like the special edition. Yeah. Like a uh, 10th anniversary or something. Hmm. They, they they only put up the footage they could find actual. Yeah. But the storyboard designs and everything was making me want to watch it. Yeah. The, now the, the octopus scene I had watched before. And it turns out it's because it was on... 
Yeah, they edited it into one of the DVD releases, didn't they? It's on ours. Is it? But but I think it's it's on the the T when it was for TV because they'd cut so many of like the shits and <clears throat> and, and like the whole. Yeah, stash I know. And I do remember seeing it in the movie before. There's a there's a point where it was shown on cable. It had that that scene where they're in the gas station. Yeah. That has like the whole thing with Troy and Brand meeting yeah. for the first time, or not maybe not for the first time, but that's like shows us that they have a thing. Oh, the like the Quickie Mart. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was in it when it was on the Disney Channel, and the octopus scene was in it. Really? So people that went to the theaters and saw it did not see didn't those, those scenes. Didn't get those yeah. those scenes right. Gives you a little more depth to Troy. Yeah, they're, and they're not bad scenes. Like I. I get why the octopus was taken out. All the actors say, and everybody on the crew bad. said, it just looked bad. It, it, yeah. And it is corny. But I want the bad and corny in my 80s yeah, cult Yeah, it, it was about equal to the octopus and Popeye. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. It reminded me just of the octopus. And I really like that scene in Popeye. So. Yeah. But I would argue it was better than the Popeye octopus. Really? Not, not by, not by a, a football field. Yeah, no, but, but better. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know. This octopus was kind of dancing to the music. I liked it. Weird. I liked the, the dance away. That made me smile. <laughs> I would have loved that to be in the movie. Yeah, it was a little weird. It was a lot weird. I get. <laughs> I get both sides of it. I get saying it was just too weird looking to put in the movie. I, get I that. feel like the octopus would have been like. Hi, everyone under four. Look at me and don't move. And I like those <laughs> yeah. kind of movies that make four-year-olds not move. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it would have terrified me. What's that thing? <laughs> I, I got little phobia feelings just watching it without the octopus. When, when she's falling down all tied up and, and they're like completely submerged in the dark That's blue water. I hate the dark blue Man, water. it just gives me a weird feeling. Yeah. I have like a reaction. To I those forget scenes. what that is. There's a phobia with, associated with that. I forget what it's, what it's, which one it is. Bathing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just roast myself. I'm fine in the shower. But I have panic attacks when I take a bath. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the 85 mile an hour speedometer on the the Jeep, they they do show the speedometer on the Mustang, and it does top out at 85 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. Thought that was weird. I'm not really a car guy, but I don't think there's ever been a Mustang where the top of the speedometer was 85. <laughs> it's not like their thing, right? Aren't they supposed to be like proud to be like sporty cars? Yeah, I don't know. I think I don't think I've ever seen a Mustang where it didn't go up to at least 120 on the speedometer. Yeah, I've never even been in a Mustang. I can't comment. <laughs> no, no, I've never been in Chris's car. No, never in a Mustang. <laughs> Chris drives a Dodge. Well, anyway, I've never been in a Mustang. I want one so bad. They look awesome, so cool looking. I want one. <laughs> They're I'm... too small. I don't care. I want one. <laughs> you shoot your eye out. <laughs> I think they're coming out with a Mustang SUV. I want that. Where it's like the <laughs> current style Mustang in the front, but like SUV toward the back. Huh. <laughs> they're trying to ruin it. <clears throat> Dad, I might let you drive. You're not driving one of those Mustang coupes. <laughs> You're going to be off the side of the road in a second. Same thing. I want a Jeep, too. And he's like, no, you'll flip it. You will flip it. <laughs> yeah, That's no what the roll bars are for. <laughs> Those things roll, baby. <laughs> You're not rolling over in a Jeep. You're not driving it right. We hang out with that, that statue penis joke for a little while before they get to the attic. <laughs> I loved it. It was funny. It just reminded me of the fact that I have like a naked down. lamp in my house that makes everyone cringe. I was like, good. There's another crazy person out there. Yeah. I love the line. <laughs> Oh no, that's my mom's favorite part. Of course it is, or else you wouldn't be here. I love the line. I just didn't like the delivery because Feldman's doing like a impression. Crouch out Mark's impression. Yeah. 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 Been cooler without the impression. (laughs) 
I'm telling you, every one of the kids feels it feels fun and like you're a part of the group, and then you get to Corey, and it's like Corey's doing the Corey show. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't act like the other kids at all. I don't know. When I was in school, I was kind of part of a group that was similar to that, and there was a smartass in the group. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I get being the smartass, but he's. It, it's almost like it's a it's 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 hindering him having to do the impression the, the yeah. cigar thing. Oh yeah, because I mean I don't even know the guy's name now who who he's doing an impression of. <laughs> so it's not like it's ageless comedy. The, the line's great. The line's funny. Yeah, even at the time, Groucho Marx was kind of getting obscure. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that was for the adults to keep them in their seats for yeah. amusement. It had nothing to do with trying to make the kids understand. There's a couple lines where I still don't understand what it's supposed to be. Now you, I'm not old enough to understand the joke. <laughs> but so they, they they go up to the attic where I guess the father works for a museum. Is that I the don't idea? understand what the father does. Yeah, I didn't quite catch it, and I watched it like three times in the last two weeks. <laughs> I think it was he worked for a museum, and that's like it was an exhibit that didn't do well. Yeah, they had up in the attic. Well, that kind of makes sense because I was trying to figure out how they missed the sto- the map. I know it was behind another picture, and it was in there, but. Yeah, I guess really? that whole that whole story with the pirate wasn't really a huge thing. Not a lot of people knew about it. It's crazy because it's about that town. Yeah, and it's a museum in that town. <laughs> like it's like the one thing you could make could a museum for. for. Yeah. <laughs> it is did, the thing that didn't do so well there. Yeah. Did you catch the name of the town that they actually did it? Astoria. In? I love that name. Yeah. It is awesome. It's, it's like, a real place. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, like. You think about that in this in this movie, and it's like it's a, just a storybook they're telling, and it's yeah. just the perfect name for it. It's it's a great name for the for the movie itself. Yeah, the idea of it, yeah. Then I found out Robert Davi was born in Astoria. Oh yeah, but Astoria, New York, <laughs> a whole different one. <laughs> I've never heard that name before. This is it's one of the few movies I actually filmed majority of it in order. Like yeah, in. in sequential t- order. Sequential. That's yeah. what I was looking for. Yeah, and not using a lot of sets for everything too. So like ninety percent of it was done in Oregon, and the rest was like on sound stages. But was right, it? not a lot of sets and mostly real things like the ships, basically almost yeah, real. Yeah, they built and, that ship. Yeah. <laughs> what did they say? Five, two months to build it, or five? Months? I think it was five months. Yeah, five which months. is amazing because I think it's huge. Yeah, it's, and it sucks because <laughs> they even they even say it in the commentary. Richard Donner does. He says he tried like hell to get. He tried to send it to like Disney World or theme parks. Any, yeah. Anyone to take this ship and no one would, would take it. They ended yeah. up scrapping it. Yeah, they, they ended up, I, the way I understand it, they ended up sinking it off the coast. Which sucks. That would have been perfect for their pirates in the Caribbean. So they wouldn't even like, have to use very much other stuff. Yeah, it's crazy they didn't use it. But now that thing's probably just coral. Yeah. <laughs> Under the water. It was hard to try to get any kind of facts from that commentary from richard donner because everything he Everyone said sounded so sarcastic yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he would go into like uh because Corey feldman asked him hey is it true that those gold doubloons we borrowed them from the pirates of the caribbean ride and donner's like no they got those doubloons from us for the pirates of the caribbean ride <laughs> he's like oh really he goes no <laughs> and feldman's like so there's no correlation at all and he just ignores the question wow it's like and it, that's how it is the whole thing it's great yeah, I didn't hear a whole lot of Donner talking during that whole thing at all, really. Really? It was most of the the most of the, the kid actors or well, grown up. It was kid like actors. they jumped right back into their roles from eighty five. Kinda, yeah. They all were just hasty. Corey Feldman was just over talking everybody. Yep. 
Jeff Cohen kept getting mad because he couldn't finish his story, but his story was always like way too long. <laughs> yeah. Like read the room. There's so many people in here. Everybody has to have a chance to talk. Get get it out and go. But he wants to like set up the story, use examples. Yeah, yeah. He became a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> An entertainment lawyer. Yep. He stayed in the business. I can't say I remember seeing him in anything else. I don't know if he was or not, but I don't know. They just say he never acted again. Really? He was great though. I mean, he 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 holds up more than the rest of the kids have to hold up for this movie because there's yeah, for sure. he has a lot more scenes of just him or him with 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 the Fratellis, whereas the other kids kind of have each other to back up. Yeah, and he does very well. He has one of my favorite scenes when we get to that part. Hmm. Yeah, I was just looking at his list of movies he was in on on Google. He's I mean he has been in probably a dozen or so different things. Has he? I love that scene. He's trying to throw the chocolate bar at Sloth. He smacked and him, him in the forehead with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was just trying to give it to you. Sloth starts freaking out. <laughs> it was awesome. It's so everything with Sloth and him is no, that's not true. Everything with Sloth is good. <laughs> yeah, that one's not good. Yeah, I did not like that. I one made a pros and cons list, and there's there's a bunch of things that are part of the pros that also were kind of part of the cons too. It was hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've decided that's the scene that should have been cut, and that's just where I'm staying with it. Yeah. <laughs> kind of sucks what we're talking about is we both had the same vibe from this like i love the movie don't get me wrong i'm not going to give it a low number this is a great movie but these kids just straight up fuck their friend over because <laughs> they just lock chunk in a cooler with a dead body they lock him in not the fratellis yeah and just ditch him and the kid gets thrown in with a six foot seven man monster <laughs> who t- and he's tied up in a chair he gets picked up and open mouth kissed on the face that's arguably molestation. You left your friend to be look, and then, and then they to top it off when they're getting out of the cave, and there's that weird like the crotch face touching scene. Yeah, it, it was, feels really weird. Like it made me unhappy when the kids were just going under his leg. I was like, okay, I can do that. Uh, but with I got it. I'm like, oh well, physically, this is how yeah, it has, this to, work, has to work. He's a big guy. Doesn't but matter. then when Chunk gets there, he, <laughs> he grabs his butt. He has to turn around and hold him there in his crotch and look at him and tell him he loves him. Uh-huh. And then, and then for the kid to be like, "You're gonna live with me forever." We talked about <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome a lot a few episodes ago. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah. Your your attacker is now gonna live with you. Yes. That is our least favorite scene, and we want to cut, Bob. <laughs> but uh, that being said, I love Sloth. I love Chunk and yes, Sloth. They have great th- awesome. times, but... Just not that scene. Man, there's about two and a half seconds you can just snip out of the film, and <laughs> and both those problems are fixed. Yeah. <laughs> I could do without that myself. Yeah, those, See, just those two parts. <laughs> just that where he's tied up and forcibly kissed on the mouth. I don't know. Yeah, I think they were going for like a gross feeling more than... Like a molestation feeling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the dude just slobbered all over him. <laughs> I get what they were going for. It's just... It's the- <laughs> I don't know, but it's just not right. That scene that in the attic where they were going through all that stuff, they found the map and all that. Yeah. The, uh, what was the other guy's name? Chester Copperpot, right? Yes. The, somebody else who was going after this treasure years before. When they found his... The newspaper clipping of him. It was on in a like a picture frame, right? Yeah. And the picture frame falls over and he picks it up and looks at it. Did you see what was behind the picture frame? It looked like another map. And it looked like a map of tunnels. Oh no. <laughs> they could have gotten through so much like, faster. <laughs> that's what it looked like to me. Like like I don't know. I mean it could have been like a sewer map or something, but yeah. I mean really it 
I, I I backed up and paused the movie on that thing, and I swear it could be the tunnels they were going through. Props department did such a good job with this movie. Every room they're in is so interesting and full of cool shit. Yeah. <laughs> even when they're in the abandoned restaurant, arguably you don't even need to put a lot of stuff in that. But they do. It's full of yeah. awesome stuff. Yeah. Do you see the scene where uh, where they called uh, Josh Brolin by his real name? Yeah, they call it out on the commentary. Yeah, they called him Josh. <laughs> yeah, Aston does. It's right after uh, Chunk drops the, the glass Bre- water bottle. Breaks the water cooler. Yeah. yeah. Josh! <laughs> nobody caught it until now that's that's so fun to watch them do that because you know every time they've ever been to a fan comic-con whatever some fan has told them the same thing five thousand times <laughs> yeah i'm sure so when they're sitting down to watch it with richard donner they can like complain about what they've been hearing about to him yeah and that's what happens the whole time <laughs> surprised they didn't ask chunk to do the truffle shuffle in the commentary no he did not seem like he would be down <laughs> to do that Chunk will never do the truffle shuffle again. Yeah, no. he now has a pet six foot seven mo- man monster. Oh yeah, let me in. Do the truffle shuffle. No, sloth, let me in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he gets in. Sloth, open the door. Yeah, sloth, I'm going in. <laughs> Just gets chucked through a glass window. I love the stuff with Chunk and the dead body, which just kept falling on him. Oh yeah, he has some of the best scenes in the movie. <laughs> I like how he went in the freezer and just completely ignored the dead body and went yes. right for the yeah. ice cream. <laughs> just naming off all the ice creams and all the other kids behind him are just looking at him. It's like, Chunk. <laughs> Turn around. <laughs> Their eyes are all big and his body just falls on them. Oh, goodness. That's one thing Donner kept saying to all the kids over and over again the whole movie. Big eyes, big eyes, big yeah. eyes. And they do it. <laughs> yeah. there, there are so many scenes in this movie where the kids' eyes are huge. <laughs> Did you see the part where Steph falls asleep? No, really? Right when they find One-Eyed Willie's room with all the gold on the table. Yeah. There's a scene where Steph's in the background and she's straight up sleeping. <laughs> and, and Aston yells his line and she kind of wakes up and starts doing stuff. I never noticed it. I didn't notice it this time, but but the actress who plays her mm-hmm. points it out. And the <laughs> whole room starts laughing because she is. She's just dead asleep. He yells and she wakes up. <laughs> what, about she, all, what about all the booby traps? The booby traps, <laughs> like every time, every corner they go around, or something else. Yeah, I love it. That's all that Indiana Jones stuff. <laughs> yeah, giant stones falling. It's not even just like you trip, a, you step on a plate and it shoots an arrow at you. No, you step on a plate, it pulls a cord. The cord pull goes yeah. over these pulleys. The pulleys drop a ball. The ball rolls down a track. <laughs> a lot of Rube Goldberg stuff. <laughs> when Data finally finds the what do you call it? Screen door. No. <laughs> Baseball. Like a boom stuff. Dynamite. You said... Okay, because I lost track because I got... <laughs> you knew okay. the word a second ago. <laughs> yeah, well, that's The boom stuff. Dynamite. And he's like, I have to make the booby traps. He just would not listen to them. And I'm just thinking, stay with the group, people. Oh, I think Data is completely capable. I don't think he is ever going to have a problem. That is Batman. He grows up to be <laughs> yeah, Batman. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, his slinky with the teeth. I love that thing. Pinchers of peril. Yeah. (laughs) He has another one, too, that's not in the original cut, but I guess you can see in, like, magazine stills where he pulls something in his whole suit. It's called the the Intimidator. His whole suit just swells up huge like a balloon. (laughs) That's pretty cool. I missed that one. I didn't catch on that. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's awesome. And his slippery shoes. All his stuff is, like, malfunctioning all the time, except the one time he really needed it when he was falling in that pit. It works then. It it does knock that one dude. He yeah. punches somebody with the other one. 
I think he grabs them at one point too. Yeah, with that his thing. oil slicks work. His he <laughs> throws the one thing that grabs the guy in the dick. Yeah, that, that worked. <laughs> a lot of it works. Yeah, <laughs> and then his lights. He's telling the story. Yeah, how those don't really work so great. Like things didn't. Things worked and things didn't work. And every time he went to do something, you had that like notion in the back of your head. Oh, is it going to work? Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of a fun, a fun part to have. It's like he's going to do something cool, but it might not work. Yeah. I thought the lights worked perfect. Yeah, because- for about three seconds. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking the joke was more like because he just wouldn't turn his back on them and go forward. Because he kept glaring at them with it. It was like attack lights on them. Yeah, that's what he says. It's, it's He made them. They're called bully blockers. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. If it, there were some big guys and they were walking up behind me and I turned these on. Only problem is they only last a couple of seconds. Yeah. <laughs> for for all the things he had, for him not to actually just have a flashlight was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think yeah. Data has a flashlight. <laughs> I love some of the parts where like the other kids were finishing, throwing the tags on the things like... So I forget which one tells the story of one I Willie originally. Maybe it was Mikey. At the end, he's yeah, like, and, in the attic. Yeah, and the British trapped them in there forever. And one of the other kids, and ever? <laughs> <laughs> that whole story was like semi-ad-libbed. Donner told the kids a story right before filming the scene. That he didn't like give us, he didn't have a script or anything to read it from. Yeah, it was meant for someone he else just, to say. He, yeah, I think it was supposed to be one of the Bratellis was talking about it. Maybe them or, or a teacher. I forget. Whoever it was, it wasn't originally going to be Aston. Yeah, and they, they ended up asking Aston to do it in the attic in that scene. And, and Donner tells him the story right before the scene. It doesn't give him anything written. and just tells him to repeat the story back to me on camera. Yeah. <laughs> that worked a lot out of really kids. good, though. <laughs> they tie up Brand. Josh Brolin, he's been working out the whole setup of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of cool because he goes to different exercises. He works. He's got his... his bench press in mm-hmm. which i don't understand how much weight could be on that thing i don't have that piece of machinery it <laughs> doesn't look like there's anything on it <laughs> chest extensions with those weird metal springy things yeah i was just thinking that would be your part you would want to play that guy that keeps switching from doing exercises. yeah that, that would be my scene i'm just in every scene in a different room doing a different exercise i'd love yep. that i knew it that's why i was looking at it like that but I always want it to be kind of a different version of those things that you put in between your thighs and squeeze. <laughs> yeah. The thigh masters. Yeah. Butt blasting thigh master. They had to like sneak past Bran. That was the idea, right? He wasn't going to let them leave. Right. Uh, mouth lets the air out of his tires. Don't do that. He's his most prized possession. He worked 360 yards or mowed 360 yards to get that. He just took the caps off the tires. With the air out. Yeah. <laughs> and the air just goes right out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's not how Tarvel No, <laughs> Almost every bike I ever had as a kid, I had lost those caps immediately. <laughs> if that's how that worked, I never would have a bike. <laughs> and then he steals that little girl's tricycle. Dora. Silly. He steals yeah. Dora the Explorer's yeah. tricycle. Yeah. So good. And that's Thanos. <laughs> well, he wanted to wipe out half the population of the universe. I mean, do you think stealing a kid's tricycle is beyond him? Means nothing to him. <laughs> That's henchman shit. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking, I wonder what actors' favorite movies are by the time they're like 60. Do they like sitting with their kids and being say, that's what dad looked like or mom looked like when she was little? Right. Or do they like not having to wait for their kids to get like 20 so they can actually watch their adult movies and be like, yeah, maybe you should just shouldn't do that. Maybe just skip that movie completely. Don't ever watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I think about all the things I'd never want my children to know about me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if I was making porn, yeah, I wouldn't want my kids to see it. (laughs) But movies. But I mean, even the movies have weird things where you just, I think I would be cringing over it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, some movies, yeah. Depends. Like Like Die Hard. The first scene in that one. You just just don't see the first five minutes and we skip with a girl in the... Oh, you're thinking of uh, Lethal Weapon. Was it? Off the balcony. No. Well, that's another one. I was thinking (laughs) Die Hard with the secretary at the Christmas party with her boobs all exposed and everything. That's what I was thinking. Wow. How often do you think of that scene? (laughs) It's just weird scenes like that. I was like, no. Blocked it or forgot about it. It's, she it's one it. second in the movie. They open with an office door and are like, "Come on out!" And there's like a well, I think a about, prostitute and a business guy. I think about those things because I don't like even being in the room when I see those with my son. Now I just it makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So I make sure I mentally make a note in my head. I'm not going to be here for this part with my kids in the room. Right. If you were that actress playing that role. In Die Hard, you probably aren't going to be like, all right, kids, you're old enough to watch me in my performance of Die Hard. Well, that's what but I'm if you're saying. like, if you're Bruce Willis, then yeah, <laughs> check out this movie I did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a different actor, different role. Yeah, but it's the whole thing. Those are the things in actors' minds later on when they're older, where they're not thinking about them when they're in the movie. <laughs> like, I'm sure Jeff Goldblum shows his grandkids Jurassic Park, but not Death Wish. <laughs> Very different roles. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, these are awesome ones. We like, you don't have to think about anything. Yeah, you can watch that. This is a good one. Let's watch The Hobbit. I was in that one too. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not. I think The Hobbit's a movie we couldn't do on here. Too long. Too long, it's too not, new. Not, not to mention, not only is it too long, it's three movies and they're all just one solid story. Yeah. <laughs> we watched Lord of the Rings the other night. Did you? Uh, Fellowship of the Ring. Took us two nights to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> like the whole trilogy thing no just the first movie oh really? yeah fellowship of the ring yeah <laughs> took two nights well it's on two different discs really so you're watching it and it cuts like right when they become the fellowship of the ring at, at the elf's forest or whatever yeah i love it like he's so good in that aston yeah 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 <laughs> so without the corner store scene we catch up with troy and the girls in his mustang right along with, with bran riding that that pink tricycle that's right where he grabs he grabs Brand's arm and takes off going about forty five, which is close to top speed in that Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> Little training reels come popping off. Yeah, when he lets go, that's Brand's dead. <laughs> yeah, that character's done. He lets go going into a corner. Yeah, a corner <laughs> so he just in the woods. Flies off a cliff. And every every like exterior shot you've shown us has been cliffs and hills and yeah, mountains. Yeah. Nope, just gets his face dirty. Yeah. Well, it was a little. It was a little blood. Which I don't know how he ends up finding those kids anyway you know oh you don't think he would just end up there at that abandoned restaurant on the yeah, side? how exactly did he trip over them same way the girls did <laughs> yeah the last time the girls saw brand he was flying through the woods yeah <laughs> at least with them they're outside they didn't find the exact room they were in yeah. get past the criminals didn't even notice they were there <laughs> would you it, would you have been in that restaurant if you were one of those kids as long as they were no <laughs> I would. She comes, the woman comes over, threatens to cut out, basically threatens to cut out Corey Feldman's tongue. Yeah, I wish she did it. <laughs> and then she just leaves the room, leaves the kids by themselves, and they stay there. Yeah, completely unguarded. Well, we better just sit here and drink our <laughs> yeah. piss water. 
<laughs> brown water yeah. they gave us. Felt like TM Jack. I don't know what that was, but you do why, not. Why put were that they in your drinking mouth. that brown water when there was a water cooler in there with fresh water? Yeah, <laughs> to make them leave quicker, kill them slowly. Either one would have worked for the. You think if they mama. wanted them to leave, they would just tell them to leave, and, and it yeah. does. Yeah. It does play weird because when Brand does find them and they all run out the front door, Mama Fratelli's just like, "Leave! Get out! Leave!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then why? Why are you nice <laughs> shit telling me where to go for the bathroom? Stay to the right. <laughs> it's a restaurant. Why is the bathroom in the basement? <laughs> <laughs> it's a confusing just setup of that whole property. <laughs> yeah. Why is why is the restaurant's waterwork pipes connected to the rest of the town? <laughs> I don't know. That whole pipe thing when they were in the tunnels was ridiculous. Like everybody's pipes are connected together. Yeah. We never see them really like walk a far distance. They just keep dropping different <laughs> levels. They end up somehow under like the Walmart of of that town. <laughs> yeah, they were going through these tunnels, and they're like, I mean, when they, when they had the scene with the pipes, and they start shaking the pipes, and you can see the pipes moving around in bathroom people's bathrooms and stuff. But then toward the end of the movie, now they crossed all this ocean space into this island cave somewhere. What? <laughs> and how, so, do, how do these tunnels work they they went under the ground at that restaurant and ended up traveling time to the future to when the the country club is already there because it's a country club they're ripping the pipes all out of yeah that one place yeah and it's supposed to be a country club they're building to get rid of all the town it's like they they traveled to the future under there well maybe part of it was a country club and they were going to expand it with a golf course what else do you do at a country club do you oh do you, you just play know. country music yeah yeah <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I liked when they found the wishing well. And they're arguing about the wrongness of taking the money from it. He's like, I'm taking back my wish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mouth. This one was my wish. And it didn't come true, so I'm taking it back. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> Just goes underwater. <laughs> I like that scene. I like the way it's set up. I like that they go through that cool waterfall Water. mm-hmm. all that's great i don't like troy and his friends up top yeah no we could have taken that out I, I don't think they even fit in the movie at that point there was no need for it yeah and he didn't go up the well though and they don't they don't bucket. know the difference between the weight of a sweater and the weight <laughs> of a, girl. Yeah, a person yeah, really. a people's <laughs> i get it's cool they have that point they had to have that point where the group decides they're going to go find this treasure they're not going to get out yeah of course, you've just you've decided to do that, and you don't know if your friend has made it out. Yeah, of up, the, up until that point, they were kind of forced into having to go into these tunnels. Because yeah, Chunk they is not leave important past to the, the group. Portellis. No, they don't care if Chunk dies. They don't. <laughs> that needs. That's important. You know that. Like, well, God, they, they think that Chunk got out. Like yeah. Chunk, Chunk was going to go for the police. No, unfortunately, with his bad luck, he goes and tells the criminals. That was a good little jump scare, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah. Like he goes through the whole thing, and you're like, oh, "Okay, cool." He. You He's got gonna it be out. able to do it, and then the, the light flickers, and it's Robert Davi. Oh shit! He just said every single thing you don't want to say in a situation <laughs> like this. Yeah. I can describe them, no problem. I saw their faces. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Your mouth just got you killed. <laughs> There's a little weird kind of audio sync up thing there. He starts singing opera when we still see him smoking the cigarette. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> He just—he's the one that just has all the bad luck. Well, but even before they get in the restaurant, they're walking up to it, and you just straight up hear gunshots. Oh, yeah, yeah, and then that weird flickering light that was kind of creepy out the window. Yeah, and, and Chunk's like, "Guys, they're shooting!" No, somebody just dropped a pot. Yeah, 
guys, the car's in there that was shot up. No one wants to listen to him. I did love that stuff. When Chunk finds the car. Yeah. The Oh, it's the ORV. Never referred to him as the yeah, ORV. I've never ORV. used that ORV. Yeah. But I like that there's no lines. He's not like he's it's like he's not mic'd up or something, yeah. but he's trying to get the kids back out and he's just doing all this crazy hand gestures to get them back out of the restaurant. <laughs> he doesn't have any lines at that point, but it, it's just, it's fun. <laughs> he does good physical work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they throw him in the back with another dead body. <laughs> yeah. Why was that still in the car? I thought they left to go dump it somewhere. Yeah. It feels like they move around like three bodies and we only ever see one body. Because <laughs> the guy in the car looks just like the guy in the cooler. Yeah. They say it's two different feds, but... Yeah, the first time I saw this movie, I thought... Like, when they got to the restaurant and saw the two guys walking in, I thought that was the same two guys that were buying up the town. I did, too. The ones that knock at the door, (laughs) or at the the gate, and all the kids are on the porch talking to them. I thought those were the same guys that were dead in the restaurant. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I didn't realize it was two separate guys. Well, you never saw their... When they were going to the restaurant, you never really saw their faces until they found the guy in the cooler. Yeah. But yeah, he folds immediately. Yeah. They don't. He doesn't have like a second before he's like, they went down to the fireplace, <laughs> a hole under the fireplace. When they were they were threatening him, they were going to torture him. Going to put his hand in the blender. God, that's a great scene too. I guess they told him to. It's so fun. They told him to picture his mom dying <sighs> and really think about his mom being dead to, so to, to get him to cry. Yeah, and he cries that whole scene. He's delivering funny stuff, but yeah, that it boy wasn't is just crying. that though. That Dobby guy had his hand on his neck. And when he had his hand on his neck, he was pulling the little hairs on the back of his neck. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That's so dark. <laughs> that's such a Dobby thing to do. I can see that, that face doing it. No way. That's that's what I read, yeah. That's so mean. <laughs> I don't know how accurate it is. It was on, it was on one of the websites where, you, where I looked up like facts about the movie. And that was one of the things it said. <laughs> I think that was one of the things the cast said that they loved. They just loved that scene Yeah. when they knew his hair was getting pulled. <laughs> One thing that's in this movie I love that you don't see in a lot is a pee break. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's straight up a pee break for all the actors. It's just... Yeah, they're separate little. Here's for the girls. Here's <laughs> for the little boys. Mikey asked Brad where he was going. I'm going to the men's room. And everyone turns around. We're going to the men's room. That's the little too. boys' room. That's the little girls' room. Where are you going? The men's room. <laughs> that's great. I love that one. The two come back out. We're going to the men's room. God, what are you talking about? <laughs> Just kids looking up to the older kid. Mm-hmm. And then we get our scene where poor Mikey ends up kissing Andy. Poor Mikey. That was his whole reason for signing up for this movie. He wanted to do it. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't want to do it. Yeah. She had it, like, he said that during the commentary. Yeah. I, it was It was like when he originally read it, it was a different scene. They changed it. Uh-huh. But that was his reason for picking this yeah. movie over whatever the other one was he was offered. Because he he got to kiss the girl at one point, and then she goes into how it really messed her up because it was such a young kid and she was yeah. eighteen. So she was eighteen, he was what fourteen, something like that. Yeah. Which when you're older, that ain't much of a difference. So when you're young like that, it's a big difference. <laughs> I love the water slide. That was pretty cool. Yeah, actually, I wouldn't mind doing that myself. It looks so like so much fun. They actually called in a real company that builds water slides to build that for the movie. Really? Yeah. Just so everyone knows. For his uh, pick for what to do before he got married, he went to a water park. <laughs> yeah. Bachelor <laughs> party at the water slides. It's they fun. said after after they finished shooting for the day, though, all the cast and crew were playing on them all night long. Yeah. I bet. That seems like an awesome thing to play with. 
It's just a long water slide montage. It's like seven minutes of these kids going down this water slide. And, and I'm, I'm fun, all for it. Fine. Yeah. yeah, it was great. It looks like a blast. I mean, this must have been a fun set to play on. I don't think it was as stressful as some of the movies yeah. that you kind of hear about. Just, Everyone looked I mean, like all the fun. kids were on cocaine, though. That's the problem. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just ruined Bob's yawn. <laughs> I think Mouse couldn't shut up. Yeah, well, I'm sure he was. Well, I'm sure it was all the <laughs> candy they were having him eat. Honestly, when he would shut up. I know my kids don't shut up when they have that much candy. I think it was funny that he's the one called Mouth and, and Chunk's the one that, that did all the hyper talking. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite line from Steph was, uh, it's just it's just a little stupid moment where Bran's going to move a rock from a hole in the wall. It's where, it's where the bats fly out. Mm-hmm. Steph has this weird line. She's like, Brand, God put that rock there for a purpose. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you shouldn't move it. <laughs> she's she's done. She's so scared now. She doesn't have one, but Carrie, I keep saying Carrie, Andy and uh, Data both have great like breakdowns in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I love when Andy does it. They're walking down the hall and she's like, why didn't I? It was after they fell down the hole and they're going along. They've, they're freaking out. How are we going to get out of here? Yeah. And she's like, all oh, because I didn't want to look down my shirt? Why not let him look down my shirt? I have a good body. Do you think I have a good body? And she's just breaking down in the hallway. And then Data does it when he falls in the ship. He he falls through the, the, the floor of the ship. And the other kids, why don't you use the stairs? Yeah. <laughs> he goes third person. Yep. <laughs> and he kind of stays third person from there on out. He's just so mad. They say my inventions are dumb. They're not dumb. Not even talking to anybody. He's just talking to the front of the ship. Yeah. Yeah, that was probably one of my favorite things in this movie. Was Data's breakdown. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> that, and I, I did like Super Chunk. Super Sloth. A super Sloth. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> little. I liked how nod. it was like, we're in trouble now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was like a nod to Richard Donner. It was even the, the Richard Donner movie music and everything. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the DVD I got for this was actually... Goonies and the two Gremlin movies all in one package. Nice. <laughs> we just picked up today the Mortal Kombat trilogy DVD. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Eight bucks. Well, what was holding up that floor around the piano? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it's all just these blocks. <laughs> they play the wrong note. The blocks start falling. But what was holding them up? Because there's nothing under there. <laughs> Who made that piano? <laughs> It's a piano made out of skeletons. Yeah. <laughs> a working piano. I love it. A lot of that stuff, when you start thinking about it, you, you kind of, it's better if you don't think about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like they're trapped in this, in this mountain. The British trapped them in there. So he ends up, he goes mad from being in there for so long, kills his crew, but yet built a booby trap that when you trip it, releases the ship from being trapped in the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the cave. If they could build that. Why were they there? Yeah, what kind of... How was that a booby trap to begin with? Yeah. Oops. All, all it did was, like, break the wall of the cave down so the ship could get out. Yeah. And if you could... If you had the, the means to do that, <laughs> yeah. you should have done that. You didn't have to die there. But they're fun booby traps, and that's just how I kind of... I gave them that big pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how many times did the kids say, that's what I said? Oh, yeah. Especially with the booby trap <laughs> joke. I must have heard that, like, eight or ten times mm-hmm. this whole movie. <laughs> My favorite was when they were getting the kids group wrong. Because, you know, they call themselves the Goonies. Yeah. Because they're from the Goondocks. But. What a name for a town. There's a couple different. Yeah. There's a couple <laughs> different characters that say it wrong. Like, oh, there's the Wiggles. 
And my favorite, it's it's a cameo from Richard Donner. He's in the movie. Yeah. It's when the, the two ATVs are coming up along the beach. The one goes, oh, there you go. It's them goobers. <laughs> Do you see the part where they actually mention gremlins in this? Yeah, that was fun. Chunks on the phone with the cop. Just like the time you said. The first one was that a Russian terrorist cell had taken over all the fast food places or something. <laughs> yeah. they, they were both funny. Yeah. But the second one's just straight up the plot of gremlins. Yep. The fact that he didn't acknowledge that it was a Gremlins movie, does that like put this in the Gremlins universe? Yeah. <laughs> the, the GCU. Yeah. yeah. How great would it have been if they found like drawings of a Gremlin on the ship? Yeah. From, from 1632. <laughs> yeah. Strange creature. They fit. That would have been really great. <laughs> have like a Gremlin skeleton on the table. <laughs> Oh, right. See, that's not fun. <laughs> well, there was all skeletons. They're all around the table. I like le- I like living gremlins. <laughs> Mogwais, I guess I should say. I don't like the gremlins. No. So they have that big. It's somehow the the Fratellis have just been right behind these kids every step of the way. Even when the, yeah. they set off a trap that makes the whole room they were in disappear, they they got through that part too. Yeah. <laughs> just moving right along. They're they're, they're, they're pretty ingenious, these guys. Yeah. <laughs> But they have that final showdown on the ship. Right. I kind of don't understand the plan because they're like, we're going to make you walk the plank. But that's also the way to get, like, to go to the next thing anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I guess the plan was all of them have their hands tied, so they all just drowned. But unfortunately, Brandon jumped in after Annie. Yeah. (laughs) Ruined everything. (laughs) Ma's just like, well, two down. He wasn't tied. <laughs> he's fine. Yeah, he's just swimming. <laughs> we we kind of glazed over the the oil slick that stuff when they're, they're oh, going yeah. across that that pole. Data just shoots oil out the back of his Nikes. <laughs> A lot of Nike shots. Yeah. But my favorite part was when Joey Pants falls. And the mom's like, "Sweetheart, are you okay?" All of a sudden, she's like the world's best mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh. Just just that line from her. It's just so out of character. Sweetheart, are you okay? <laughs> the, the one thing you got to think about when they get to the bottom of that water slide, though, is they did pee in that water. <laughs> All of them did. Yeah. Did you notice a temperature change or something? <laughs> I just watched them all pee. <laughs> and then go down to the water slide into the oh, pee. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they end up having to give up all the gold just to escape with their lives. Yeah, why were they going to... You'd, you'd think the Fratellis want them dead at this point because they know they killed people. Right. And they're just throwing them off the ship. They're not, that's not killing them. Not even that they know that they kill people. They know that they, <clears throat> they've, they're all the crimes. Yeah. They have a counterfeit printing machine. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what, what are these guys in the business of? Robert Davi, I think, starts to like Chunk. Yeah, he does. Especially after. Yeah. He's like, I love this kid. <laughs> after his yeah. stories, yeah. The story of the, the movie theater. Yeah. That was, that was a great oh, story. It was so bad. <laughs> That's the point where he's like, I like this kid, Ma. <laughs> they all get out to the beach. Their families all show up. It's a great scene. Everybody, all the kids are meeting back with their, their parents. Mm-hmm. For some reason, Sloth is helping his mom up the mountainside now. Yeah. Like, he, he turned on them. We, we kind of jumped over that. He turns on the brothers and, you know, the whole Fratelli clan. Mm-hmm. Ties them up, right. hangs them from the ship, and then throws the mom off the ship. Well, I he, loved doesn't, it. he doesn't he, want them to hurt the kids to do anything to the kids. Yeah, well, yeah. she started comforting them and she started saying, Rock a bye, baby. Oh, and when God. she got to the baby will fall. When the bow breaks. The bow breaks, <laughs> the baby will fall. I didn't drop you that much. Maybe one, two, 
That was times. heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that whole moment didn't feel like it belonged in this movie. Yeah, that was pretty rough. Yeah. He's like holding the side of his face and like saw, saw that a hard life. Man, you really feel for him in that one moment. Yeah. So he tosses her off the ship. It cuts to the kids getting out, and then it cuts right back, and she's on the ship helping the two brothers down. She traverses that ship. She gets around pretty good. Vertically in, in, in mere seconds from the bottom of the ship to the top. I love the part where he tore that shirt up and it was Superman. Yeah. So unexpected. So out of nowhere. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> you know, those are all the actually, like, well, most of them are really the kids' parents. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Extras from the, or not extras. Uh, A lot of the extras were crew. Chunk's real parents gives him a box of dominoes just to further the stereotype. You brought that for your kid. And then the, the box is like perfectly placed in front of, of sloth. Like it's like all you can see for a second on screen. Yeah. It's just this dominoes box that it wasn't set up from the, the crew. It was just the parents brought it for Jeff Cohen. <laughs> then the, the rich dicks show up, which I, don't, I really don't even need this part. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. The the fun endings at the end when the Fratellis are caught. Yeah. But yeah, the, oh, now you got a sign. Wait. You know, the, the maid finds the the last jewels that were in the marble bag. Well, their whole purpose, the whole reason they went looking for this treasure was to save the town. So I mean, yeah. they kind of had to close it somehow. I suppose so. If it wasn't happening, though, and they were just like, we found a treasure map in the attic and it goes here, they're yeah. still going to go down there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to find this treasure. <laughs> Very I, when I originally saw it, and they're they're all on the beach, and that you see in the distance the ship come out of the side of that that island. Somehow I remembered the ship sinking. It looks like it's about to sink. I thought in my in, like in my mind I remembered that ship sinking, <laughs> dropping down into the ocean, but it didn't. It just kind of slowly got smaller up into the distance. Yeah, when it when it first comes out, it looks like it dips down, like it's just going to come out and sink. Yeah, I thought I thought which would sure make sense because it it's been sitting there for three hundred years, and that's just wood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wood on water. Yep. It's just one of the things I remembered incorrectly about this movie. Yeah. It's, luckily, it takes the dad four and a half minutes to sign his name, so the maid has time to find. Yeah. There, wasn't, there wasn't a whole lot of gems in that in that marble bag. I wonder, I mean. Did he save every house or maybe just, <laughs> yeah. just the cul-de-sac? Just their and, own house. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know how this business plan works, but I'm assuming if one house stays, they can't make this thing. So it would to, kind of throw the whole thing off. Building course around one house. Yeah. <laughs> Try not to get too bogged down in why all these families who seem to have good jobs just have to be kicked out. Yeah, really. And that's it. We get our Cindy Lauper music video. <laughs> 12 <laughs> minute long music video. Yeah. <laughs> that last shot, the shot where the credits actually come up on screen and it covers the ship leaving yeah. is the worst shot. It looks so bad. That, I thought the worst one was when they were holding that, that medallion up and looking at the island. Oh, that's really bad, too. That's a, that's a good contender. But, like, that ship, it goes from looking really cool in the distance, and they have that behind the whole cast shot. Mm-hmm. looks really cool with it in the distance. And then right before the credits come down, it's like this bright white cutout. Looks like <laughs> they cut out a ship and put it on a piece of paper and moved it. <laughs> it looks so bad. Yeah, it wasn't great. <laughs> there was a couple shots in this movie like that. Do we have any favorite scenes? I think my favorite scenes were everything with Chunk and Sloth. Yeah. I, think, I think my favorite scene was when Mikey goes in and he's talking to One-Eyed Willie 
with that and everyone comes in and oh, he's had that little private conversation yeah. with, with the corpse i love that <laughs> we're, like, we're, we have a pattern going here because that was my least favorite scene really <laughs> me, me and you have this pattern for every movie it's funny because we like or dislike the movie about the same yeah. but always flop the favorite and least favorite scenes. <laughs> we never talk about it beforehand, so we usually don't have a clue what either yeah. of us are going to say. No, I felt that was a weird scene. At I, Sean Astin's like weird moment talking to One-Eyed Willie. Yeah. I didn't mind it so it much because as I was a kid, I would talk to inanimate objects a lot. So to me, that was normal. Like I just instinctively knew to leave willie's gold there and don't touch it yeah yeah like you don't touch the dead man's gold you never do that that's being greedy well technically all of it it's was all his, his gold <laughs> no but if he has if he has a whole he had, ship he didn't load, have a portion weighed out on a yeah, scale that's what i'm saying yeah. if he has a shipload of people it's supposed to be split and if he has a scale on that table and there's gold on that table that means that's his so don't touch his <laughs> i'm gonna take the whole ship that's fine if you can figure out how to get it out yeah, there, really. but I don't think it was happening. Load yourself up with gold and then try and swim. Okay. I mean, if you don't take that gold, <laughs> then you don't get out of the cave, right? Because that's that's what opened the cave, wasn't it? No, when they touched the scale. That's well, they they blew open a crack in the wall with the dynamite. Yeah. Okay. Sloth was holding up that big rock. The rest of them didn't get. Might not have got out. Right, but I'm talking about where the the big hole where the ship is released. Right. That didn't happen until they moved right. Willie's, Willie's, Willie's gold. gold. Yeah. So the only way to get out was to take his gold. <laughs> to take his gold. Backtrack through all the tunnels. How do you go up a water slide? Yeah, yeah. you got to go back up the water slide. <laughs> I wish we got to see Mama Fratelli going down the water slide. <laughs> yeah. That would have been, been pretty, pretty neat. Kind of mad we didn't see that. <laughs> she probably would have had a heart attack right Yay! there. Yeah. That would have been the end of Mama Fratelli. We never had to throw her from the train. <laughs> Which one came first? Chicken. No, the egg. Give me another try. <laughs> The mama cut. I think, I think this was before or? that. Because some of those scenes where she's like hanging on at the seemed, end of the she train. She seems a bit scary. older and throw mama from the train. Yeah. So, yeah, my favorite scene was was Chunk's confession. Yeah. I love that scene. <laughs> that I love really good. when yeah. Robert Dobby starts turning in the background to like being on his side now. Yeah. And him actually crying. Like, it's a great scene. Yeah. Uh, least favorite for me was Troy's scene at the wishing well. I felt like those three guys uh, yeah. up on top of that well was in a different movie. Him yelling her name down there, like all like he was going to cry, was so it just it's, came across so fake. If you're going to cut the octopus because like it's corny, yeah. then cut him. Soon. Andy, you Goonie. Uh, I know he yeah. turns the word Goonie into a slur. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was probably my least favorite too. I don't like that. Oh wait a minute, no, my least favorite. I could have done without that altogether. <laughs> yeah, that 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 was bad. It was a tie, I'd say that and and sloth kissing. Yeah. Open mouth kissing uh, Chunk. Chunk? Chunk. <laughs> I did like the joke, though. And, and it gets totally garbled, so <clears throat> you don't get it. Like, he explains the joke in the commentary. Yeah. But he goes, oh, you smell like... It sounds like he says you smell like fish heads. <laughs> but the joke is you smell like fizz ed. Oh. Oh, yeah, I heard that. And yeah, that's yeah, yeah. funny. But it gets, like, mumbled, and all you hear is smells like fish heads, <laughs> which sounds equally what he probably said. Yeah, it helped that I had the uh, captions on during that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go eight. Yeah. That seems about There's right. not a lot wrong here. It's, it hits every beat. More beats than it needs yeah, to. Yeah, I'm right about an eight, too. I don't understand. The, the. There's been, like, a lot of people with negative reviews recently about this movie. 
Really? Yeah, like a whole like movement of Goonies wasn't that good, and they're incorrect. I disagree. <laughs> I can't. I don't see any situation, any conversation where you can say this was a bad movie. It's not really even other than the type of vehicles you see around the town. It's not really dated either. Right. A couple little jokes here and there. Yeah. I don't understand at all why they found Lou Gehrig's baseball card in, in Chester Copperpot's wallet. Yeah, I don't understand that either. It's, it feels like they're setting something up and nothing happens. Yeah. That baseball card I read somewhere is like if that was real in, in good condition, it was worth thousands upon thousands of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Almost like, yeah, if, they, if they've had that card, they can save the town. Yeah. But that yeah. doesn't. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, the line I didn't understand. I said I was going to get to. It's It's... They have that gag where Andy accidentally kisses Mikey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then at the end, she goes ahead and kisses Brand. But yeah. she has that talk with Mikey. She goes, hey, you keep kissing girls the way you do. The parts of you that don't work so well are going to catch up with the parts of you that do. So it was a good kiss. What, did, what does that mean? means he does good. His lungs. The parts of his you asthma. that don't work so well are going <laughs> to catch up with the parts of you that do. means his lungs. I don't know. That's, only, that's the only part about him that he was having difficulty with. He needed the inhaler. And they threw I, it out. I don't of. need this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Right. I'm not going to. What else were they doing? I don't know. In the dark. What are you saying? I, what are you What are you alluding to? I'm just saying the line's weird. She's all gaga eyed over Brad this whole movie. And then she didn't realize when she was kissing, she didn't. Oh, did Brand have braces? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Careful. There's a hole there. I think Brand was standing in a hole. <laughs> yeah. But no, the line's weird, right? Yeah, it's definitely. Am I not saying line. it right? You're saying it right. No, I get it. I just, I don't know. <laughs> the parts of you that don't work so good by the time you're older are going to work as good as. Yeah, the only thing that I don't see working on him was his issue with breathing. Okay, you don't That's, think it's puberty I mean, related? That, I don't know. I don't know what she was referring to. Okay, because <laughs> she asks too. Yeah. In 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 the commentary, she asks Richard Donner, "What does that line mean?" And he gives her an answer, kind of like, "You'll know when you're older." Which, <laughs> okay, <laughs> they are older. <laughs> this was years after. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea what it meant. <laughs> we have an email: moviesagainsttime at gmail dot com. Uh, social media would be Instagram movies against. It's not like we're trying to rush to get to the Super Bowl or nothing. Hey. Maybe we should touch the big elephant in the room left from last week that we didn't do. Oh, the fact that we did Predator and didn't rate it at yeah. all at the end. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big and now we're, now we're rushing off of the Goonies <laughs> to watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, we're doing a really good job. <laughs> <laughs> so Predator was a 10, all three of us, right? Yes, okay, we decided. Like <laughs> <laughs> but yet Goonies gets an 8. I don't think I gave Predator a 10. We didn't, we didn't give Predator anything. anything. Yeah, okay. <laughs> if I were to rate it, I would have probably... Predator, I'd probably go eight. Yeah. I'd be right around eight. Nine, maybe. Maybe push it to nine. <laughs> it, it's good at what it is. It's you're supposed giving, to you're be giving a it that action. extra point just for Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> I just remembered that one more inch on the bicep, so I had to pump it back up to nine. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what would you say for Predator? Eight. Eight. All right. Well, stay, stay tuned two weeks from now when you'll get the number we rate the Goonies. Harry gave Goonies our answer we all decided to eight yeah anybody pick a line for the end Goonies never say die oh that's a good one I was gonna say if God made it that way you'd be pissing in your faces all the time (laughs) I did like that one